Talkin' 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 Tunes. Hey, you're listening to Talking Tunes. My name is Wackle, I'm a music producer and the host of this podcast. It's a music podcast series where I invite artists in for a talk about their songwriting and production processes. Each episode is focused on one artist and one song of their choosing. This is the third of four Roskilde Festival specials and today I'm talking with Sa. She is a newer artist on the scene. She writes songs, develops them with her live band, and when performing live, she's a badass at playing the pedals, as she says herself. The song we're talking about is called For a While and was released in 2018. The podcast is part of Girls Are Awesome, which is a platform and brand dedicated to redefining female representation in the media. We work in a number of ways to create more representation both offline and online, and we do our best to share stories of inspirational women. Our crew is a mix of guys and girls united around the idea that gender should never be a limitation. First up, let's take a short listen to For a While by Sa. like Roskilde so far? Yes, so far it's great. I, to be honest, it's I'm I'm pretty tired. Yeah. Because I've been it's it's just been some crazy weeks before this gig here at Roskilde. It's just been a lot of preparing and a lot of rehearsals and a lot of thoughts. And I I haven't really been able to sleep because I've been so nervous and so. Right now I'm pretty tired, but in a good way, in a very good way, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And you played your concert some days ago now. Yes. It was Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. How how did you like it? I'm not sure yet. I I, I know, of course, it was amazing, and it was. I still th- feel like it's pretty surreal. Yeah. I can't really. I just today I found the the newspaper from the day after where my review was in it and my it, there was a picture of me and it's still I, I don't know it, I, there's this kind of distance to the concert I, I, I think I need some more time before I realize what just happened and maybe to get home from the festival because you've been I here I need since. to go home yeah. I need the, maybe a little vacation that wouldn't be bad and then <laughs> just look at some of the pictures I guess and then some of the videos and it was just crazy It was crazy. Yeah. And I think the reason why it's crazy for you and maybe even more crazy than for some other artists playing at Roskilde is because you're Danish. Yeah. And Roskilde is by far the biggest festival in Denmark, so playing here for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Is something pretty big. Yeah, and what I've been what I was looking forward to the most was just to be able to get this experience with my best friends and my I would call them my family just to have this it's a dream for yeah. most of us at least and then the dream comes true and yeah I don't really have any words for it I'm still trying to process it yeah exactly 
Now we can talk about something that I think you have processed already because yes. it's one of your tracks. Mm -hmm. It's called For a While. Can you maybe start by telling me why it's called For a While? I mean, it's it's definitely because of the you know the meaning in the song, which is about time. Time is such a funny thing. It's uh, I should tell you about the song. What's the meaning behind? So the song. It depends when you ask. I feel like there's another meaning behind the song now than when I wrote it. But when I wrote it, it was kind of... I was kind of looking into the future, predicting it. I, I was in a relationship and I was checked. I kind of just had this feeling of this hurricane that was on its way. It's just a matter of time. Like, talk to the hurricane and just asked it to be kind when it when it come because I kind of just predicted um, I guess I kind of predicted the, the breakup so yeah the song is for the future and how did you start the song yes I remember I was I really, I'm a big fan of creating a universe. I like, especially when I'm in a songwriting situation, when I have to get into a vibe, kind of. And I remember I, back when I wrote the song, I lived in a, a room where I did this, I made a little cave, kind of, with a piano and then the desk with my my computer. And, and I sat down and I, the first thing I thought of was a bass line. I wanted to make two bars bass line. So I just, I guess that's what I always do. I, I always work impulsive. I always just, like I like to create just with what I have instead of waiting. Mm -hmm. So I just had this piano and I could play the bass line in the low keys, as you say. So I did the... thing. And after that, I was like, good. And now there is, there, we need the, uh, we need some melodies. So I did the two melodies that you can hear in the beginning of the song. Yeah, so that was kind of just what I, what how it all started. And then I just sang something. I, yes, as I said, it's just, it just I like to work impulsive. It just comes. I don't really have a recipe on it. It no. just comes from the moment. So when you started, did you know it was going to be about a hurricane breakup? No. No. I don't think so. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> you just wanted to explore some bass. Yeah, I was curious and I was just, you know, I was just in my little playground playing around. So can we talk a bit more about the bass? The bass, bass line, yeah. yeah, sure. Where did the bass come from? It came from a North stage. Yes. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> I Yeah, I remember I found this, just one of the presets on the North stage. Mm -hmm. just used one of the, um, the sounds that was already there. Yes, I just used whatever I had, you know. I just had this sound, so I had, I, and then I worked with that. So you recorded the audio from your North stage yeah. into your computer? Yes, and I did. what program do you work in? Ableton. 
Yes. Me too. Yeah, I really like Queen, that, yes. that one. I, it's my so far the, the my best ex- experience with with recording is in in Ableton. At least when I'm on my own. Yeah, recording. Definitely. So you did the bass, you recorded it into Ableton, and is that what's on the final product as well, or did no, you change? No. So it? then after I did this thing in the Ableton, this session thing with myself, I went to the rehearsal room so and I met up with my amazing band members Bjarke and Jonathan so the thing is with the guys they're kind of I beside being my best friends and family and and all that and band members I I also kind of I see them as my producers so instead of meeting in the studio we meet in the rehearsal room mm-hmm. and we sat down and I said good now I have this song that I want to present for you and, and I just show you show the guys um, what I've been doing and then their crazy masterminds you know I just kind of gave them the song and then they I, they had some time to they know the then they heard the Baslan Bjarke he He's this crazy synthesizer scientist. He's just amazing. He knows, I guess, since we played so much together for a long time, they they both know what kind of vibe I like. Yeah. So they just, you know, scroll the knob or what is that? Yeah, turn the knobs. Yep. And long story short, it just became, <laughs> I guess, it just became uh, for a while. So right now my my life band is Bjarke Antrup who's on the synthesizer and and Jonathan Lovesen on on the drums and then you do vocals then I play the pedals so I have this pedal board it's pretty big it's how how long would you say this is maybe one meter one meter yeah meter and a half maybe so and then I have like six pedals on it five five pedals soon there will be six just a board with six five wow five different uh, guitar pedals on it with yeah there's a delay pedal and oh so the hurricane windy, is coming and rainy here yes <laughs> i but um if i just uh, i like to mess up my voice for the pedals yeah so i can sound sometimes i'm a rock guitar and sometimes i'm a string a violin maybe or maybe i'm a a bass sometimes as well, mm-hmm. depending on the song. Do you That's have any favorite pedals on on yes. the board? I would say the the my favorite pedal is I either it's the I th- maybe it's the shimmer I have yeah the reverb and the shimmer kind of it adds some glitter to the to the vocal. Is it a special one? Did you say the brand? Snoin Aba. Also fun to use the um, distortion together with the um, octave. That's a very nice one as well. Yeah, so you octave it down? I, I, I can do both, both, but yeah. especially when you octave up and then use the octave, octave no, not the octave, the um, distortion. This distortion sound, it just has this powerful, my aesthetic sound, I guess, like just like a rock, electric guitar, I would say. And what kind of distortion and what kind of... We like naming things. We on this want podcast, names. So if, yes. If other people really get inspired, they can buy it. You should go and buy the distortion pedal. I have it. It's by the brand Emma, 
this guy is making them in, in Aarhus. Yeah. So, and it's just so far the best distortion pedal I've tried. I, I tried some different ones and some of them are good for the voice, some of them are not. But this one is really good. And so the octave one is just the the, the puck, the mini puck. Yeah. I, 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 I should I should look it up. Can I look Maybe it up? I'll Maybe yeah, you'll You don't have to do it now. No, we can write but it's it in a the red description. One. <laughs> it's a puck. It's definitely a puck. They're really good. And so you put in your mic at one side and, and the then octave one then goes to the distortion, then goes to the delay, and then it goes to the shimmer reverb thing, and then it goes to the loop station. So I can also loop myself, which I do a lot. And then it goes out. Yeah, so that's the ones I have so far. I read or heard somewhere that using guitar pedals for vocal performances yes. can be hard. And I think what I heard is that the volume gets very low. Yeah. Is that something you've experienced? I have this tiny little adapter in the beginning. It's from Shure. It's yeah. really cheap. It's, I mean, it's only 200 and it does a lot to the sound because the more pedals you get, the more problem you also get because of the... Because of the balance, I guess, because you're... I experience a lot of noise on it when you don't use the little adapter. Because it's, it's, you know, it's lifting the, the whole thing with the adapter, which is pretty nice. Because before I had it, it was just a lot of noise and uh, your voice kind of, uh, just the quality got uh, bad. And you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> So when you record your vocals on the record and on for a while as well, did you do it, uh, record it clean and then put on effects? Or I guess I feel like you probably recorded it through the pedal board. Yeah. It it depends from songs to song, but but yeah. So the for a while there's actually no no vocals no. effects on it besides you know the digital ones. But on the upcoming EP there is. There's yeah, there's a lot of the songs where I record it through my own pedals because I know what kind of s sounds I want for it. You know, it's it's uh, some of the sounds is very specific and specific, and I don't feel like you can do it digital. Not at least not some of them. For a while, it's actually special. It's 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 so. I actually ended up recording the song two times yeah. in two different studios because I just. I I wasn't satisfied at all with the first, uh, the first. There's just something in my my gut feelings, said that this it wasn't good enough. I guess, and it's it was funny because the guys they didn't hear they didn't heard it like they were. They thought it was great the first time I recorded yeah. it, and and I tried a lot to convince myself to say this is good enough. This is sure it's good, but there's just there was something about it that I guess I couldn't really feel it. I couldn't really, f I, it, I mean, I 
I mean, it's it's a long time ago, but I remember it as as it was fine. It was it's it was pitch fine, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I just didn't felt it. I couldn't feel the. I I don't know. There's some there's just something wrong. I guess I feel like I learned a lot about that experience because definitely don't regret doing it again. And the guys they could also hear it afterward. They were like, oh yeah, okay, we hear the different now. You couldn't just you 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 were not you. It was just so distant. I guess the first take I took. So I I did it in another studio and with another microphone and just in another room. I guess I I just get very affected by the the room that I'm in. Yeah, and the people who's around me and and what mood I'm in and and you could really hear that. How about the instruments? With this song, actually, I I wanted to do it very as, as as DIY as possible. I wanted the sounds to be created by me and the guys. Yeah. So when it comes to the drums, the sounds on the drums on the um, he's ha- he has like his his acoustic setup, but he also has his uh, his uh, drum pad. Esperes, esperes, right? And so we went out to to record the sounds for it so we sampled the song uh, the, the sounds for the um, for the drums yeah so it's uh, homemade songs uh, sounds I mean that's homemade cool. sounds and yeah and also actually now I remember when we recorded the drums I I also added some <laughs> some class live so I I have this picture of me playing on two classes you yeah. can actually hear it in the outro on the song. You can hear this like, do 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 do. That was just me with a little drumstick <laughs> and headphones in the studio. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious how much I love contrasts. Because there's a lot of contrast in my songs, and when it comes to the, all the elements in the in the different parts, because it is definitely like there's intro, then there's the verse, little chorus, then there's a little verse again, and then comes the outro parts, which has nothing to do kind of with. I remember it now. I remember it. Okay, so <laughs> I yeah, so I did the. The best bass line, and I did the I did the two kind of melodies that you can hear. That's especially in the beginning, you can hear them. And, yeah. and then I remember we worked with that. We kind of um, and I had the melody, of course, also. But then when we were done with the with the verse and the chorus, we kind of needed something like it wasn't quite done yet. But then I had I, I had done a lot another project. Also in my little cave at my mm-hmm. in my room, which was the outro actually. But uh, and then we just I thought of I remember we were in the rehearsal was in rehearsal room and we were like what to do now. And then I just yeah I I, I found the outro part yeah. and we just kind of added it. That was I think that was how yeah it was how it was. And it's like you go into different worlds. I think at least in this song. So you start in the beginning. It's a little mysterious. You don't know. You don't really know where you are. And then the outro. Then the hurricane comes. At least that's what I think about when I hear it. 
I think, at least for me, music is about sharing and about, and not about proving anything. It's about being curious. Instead of waiting, then create with what you have in the moment and just have fun with it. At least that's my keyword when it comes to music. It's about having fun. And if it gets too serious, I, I, I'm, I'm out. It has to be fun. At least that's for me. But I, I, I guess it's different from person to person. But also go with the gut, the gut feelings. So far, that's my biggest lesson. That listen to yourself. Yeah. Yes. So do what you love. Do what you trust love. your gut. There's nothing to lose, and there's no rules. That's also something I, I started to realize now since I've got some reviews and some people started noticing. You can't make everyone happy. That also works in life in general. Exactly. <laughs> That's advice That's for everyone. That's a very hard one to realize, and I'm gonna stop it here. Yeah. <laughs> you can Thank like, you. Good I night. Know, seven, seven advices. I yeah. I had some. <laughs> I had a few advice. ones. So that's everything from this Baskilo special episode with Sa. Thank you for coming. Thank you.
Hurricane 